This is Cliff Central. Gentlemen by choice on cliffcentral.com. Yes, that is right. It's a Thursday afternoon at 12.05 and you know where you are. The shortest hour in the week. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to, you know it, Gentlemen by Choice. Well, hello, ladies and gentlemen. How are you all doing? I'm not look. I know that, uh, you know, you usually hear a cool, calm, and collected, deep kind of voice. But we've got another voice in studio today. Lesoho Mapanga's not here. Where's the guy's not here? But we've got another sweet and uh, calm voice. I think she should talk to us. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Hi, everyone. How are you doing, Leland? I'm good, Sims. How's very the week happy, been? Very happy that uh, exams are over. Really? Yeah. Yes, you man. I'm just grateful for a lot of other things. I'm still in exam period, but it's all right. Like, uh, grateful to be alive. Yeah, grateful to be alive. Tell me, why are you grateful to be alive, Lele? Maybe you should share a story with us. Well, um, <laughs> I'm sure you can relate to the story. Yeah. But uh, last week, after the show, literally, um, I think Wiza had somewhere to, to, to go, right? Yeah, we were uh, on the way to Joburg or something. Yeah. And then we came back. and On uh, our way. Yeah. Um, and uh, literally as we were going down the road to drop off some Piwe, um, this is very funny because even, you know, the previous, you know, um, incidents that I'm about to explain now that happened, um, I did the same thing. So as we're approaching Simpua's house, because Simpua's like, no man, ach, um, it's just down the road, which is very funny because I was like, no, don't tell me this time because he usually, <laughs> you know, gets lost with getting to your house. But he was like, no, 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 bro, it's fine. Let me, let me see if I can figure it out. And you know, we're just driving down. And that time I'm trusting with yeah, you, know, because I mean, it's chilled because he's done. I know, and he's we kept missing so, turns. Yeah, I'm like, okay, Wiza, well, you were supposed to turn that way, but it's all right, man. Like, you know, and, then you, and yeah, and I mean, either way. We, we, we were going to get to your place. Yeah. And um, I think like a stop sign before, a few kilometers, meters actually. Yeah, we're two blocks from our house. Yeah, two blocks away from your last house. Last stop street actually. It was the very mm, last, last stop. stop street. You know what I do sometimes? I don't think I told you this, yeah. but I take off my seatbelt because I'm just like, ah, we're like, we've, we're here. Yeah. Some people are going to get off and then I'm going to, you know, go Come. and sit in front with, with, with Weza as usual. And um, just as I take off my seatbelt, we see this car coming as we were approaching an, an intersection. Yeah. A stop sign. And uh, Weza slows down. And he stops. Yeah. Then this guy comes flying with an AMG. Uh, yeah. I discovered that it was actually, it, it wasn't just a Mercedes Benz, but it was an AMG. I like, I like so, how Lily puts it so lightly. You know, we stopped. Let me, let me, let me take over from here a little bit. Like okay. Because I think I got the best view of this. <laughs> I got the best view of this. Trust me, everything was so slow-mo. Yeah. I feel like I also got a, a proper view, but it's okay. Okay, so this AMG, um, so we stop at the stop street and we, we're going because we're like, okay, there's no car. And we enter the intersection and two seconds later, this AMG comes and shows us life, basically. Literally. I remember looking at this AMG on the right side. I'm like, ah, oh, it's late for us. I'm like, wait, 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 where's that? <laughs> Yeah. And then, uh. I'm flying there at the back. Yeah, I know. I hit my head on the window. My neck feels funny. I see Weza flying to you. You flying to the front. The, I'm just like, oh Lord, what is happening? Yeah. I was so sure that Weza's gone. Like. No, Weza said it. Like, <gasps> after this accident, like, Weza's like, hey, bruh. I thought I was gone when that car hit us. And I love how we're playing it lightly because the fact, the mere fact is that we're still alive. We're celebrating life. And no matter how tough life has been in the past two months, we're still here. We're still ready to go. Still a bit stiff, but uh, alive and well, right? Yeah. That's my highlight of the week. I mean, there's a lot that's happening this week. Um, there's, um, yeah, just passing and moving on and moving forward in life. There's great things happening in each and every one of our lives. But yeah. the fact that we're still alive and we're still here on earth shows that there's still a lot more that God still wants us to do. I mean, there was too much greatness in, this, in that car. Hey, right. Yeah, no. Like, it was just, it, it was not going <laughs> to happen that way. <laughs> and I felt, I really felt like, remember the first accident we had? Mm -hmm. uh, at that time, I felt like, oh, you know what? You know, the devil will always try and attack. Yeah. But this time, I just feel like, mm, you know what? 
I can take a bullet. Yeah, I feel like I, I, I'll even probably miss it. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, on the lighter side of life, our guest today um recently actually had a really perfect wedding. I saw pictures of him on Facebook. But before we get to him, I want to talk to you about our perfect wedding because I think everything falls in line. I mean, it's 16 days of activism. Mm. This guy had a perfect wedding. Uh, this latest episode of our perfect wedding wasn't so perfect because I don't know if you actually watched it, but there was this guy on the show. Twenty-eight. He was um, thirty-eight years old, and he's married to a twenty-three-year-old. And this guy tells me tells tells us on the show that um, no, proudly even that when he was twenty-eight, he met this girl and he used to have sex with her while she was still young. Like he used to literally. <gasps> this, this guy's a taxi driver, and he. On on the regular, three t- three or four times a day, he used to pick up little girls from school and bed them. Like this is what was happening on the show, Lele. Can you believe it? What? Like <laughs> this is in the oh middle of sixteen God. days of activism. This guy is busy having his perfect wording in inverted commas, but loud and proud. He says, "No, Her I." Parents. Um. <laughs> what? <laughs> What is supposed to happen when he makes such statements? I mean, well, it's done now because he's marrying her, but... But, like, what must happen in life? Like, I, I don't know if it, it was necessarily the right or wrong thing for for um the broadcasters to show such a thing. But you know what? Stuff like this really happens in the world, and we need to acknowledge it for what it is. Like, this guy was loud and proud for the fact that he used to rape little girls. Even if the girl was 14 and she said she wanted to have sex with a guy, it's still... Rape, because she doesn't know right from wrong at that age. So there are things happening out in this world that really need to be addressed. Hmm. How do you feel about this, Lele? Actually, I'm glad we have you here because, I mean, it's 16 days of activism against gender violence, especially against women and children. And uh, I know I caught you off guard, but I actually want to hear your (laughs) your genuine opinion before we get uh, our guest on. Well, I could say I'm a surviving victim of abuse and... Yes, it's true. You really don't know, you know, when it's happening. Sometimes you know, but you don't know that you know. Or there's no one who's there who will tell you that, no, this is not on. You know, it's something that I thought of last night, that to a certain extent, when it comes to abuse, we think that, you know, the what what, what classifies abuse uh, as violence is when a man gets physical with you, yeah. you know, or when a man, tr- uh, you know, attempts to rape you or rapes a woman. We don't think that when he doesn't, when, when he rapes you without your consent of knowing what he's actually doing is still rape. Mm. We don't take into consideration that when he emotionally manipulates you or calls you names or, you know, in an aim to try and, as he might say, he's trying to build you or make you a better person or he's looking out for you, that it's also abuse. And it, you, we only see the repercussions later on mm. when girls or females or even males expect what they you know, received as a form of abuse, but without knowing from what, you know, appears to be a really proper relationship. It's very true. It's very true. I have to agree with you. But now we need to really, in spite of the abuse and all of that, we also need to look at the broadcasters. And uh, it's very interesting that they... They're In the the middle... No, they allowed it, first of all, but in the middle of 16 days of activism, you broadcast something that uh, promotes a rape culture. Yes, I don't know, man. There's a lot of things that are on my mind. I mean, what do you I, think? I've been thinking about a lot of things. First of all, um, 16 days of um, activism stands for women and children, right? Mm. It's mainly focused on women and children. But mm. I actually read an article today about a guy that actually got raped by a gang of women. So it's really gender-based violence yeah. at 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 the, at the forefront, and what that's what we need to realize. But I want to ask a question, though. To what extent, now maybe you can answer this, to what extent do we classify violence against males, against females, against children? And like, what what are your opinions on um, what happened on our perfect wedding this past week? I know over a million people watched that episode. I'm sure you even watched it. You can tell us what your opinion is. I mean, just drop us a message on WeChat. We're also on Twitter. Just let us know what your opinion is because... I know that some people are going to feel like the the broadcasters weren't necessarily right to do so. But were they really wrong? Because, I mean, they're really showing what is happening out in the world. I'm not say, I'm not condoning the, the manner in which they did it, but I think it's important to realize that things like this need to be shown, mm. but in the right manner. But uh, in, enough of that. Let's talk about uh, the man who had his perfect wedding. 
Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to welcome to the show a man that most people know him as Mr. Slimford, but I know him as a good friend and Theo Ngobeni. Theo, how are you doing, man? I'm good, sir. How are you? I'm good, good. Thanks for joining us today, man. Ah, oh, thank you for having me here. Yeah, man. Yo, it's it's been a while. We were supposed to have you quite a while ago, right? <laughs> actually, yeah. When I March, ne? I was actually chatting to Lele when she sent me the yeah. the email, and I was like, finally, you know, what took you so long? Because <laughs> <laughs> funny enough, is uh, when I checked the history of our emails, I think the first one was March. Yeah, mm. you know, we we, we had a brief conversation about it. What? And I yeah. think uh, Wes and myself had a brief conversation in August or something. Yeah, at your event or something. Yeah, like yeah. But I I believe in 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 God's timing. Eh? Yeah. Because mm. I think um, this is the perfect time for me to be here. Mm. No, know, definitely. Back then, maybe, you know, it was in the right time. Mm. So timing is everything. Timing mm. is definitely everything. Timing but is everything. For those that don't know Mr. Slimford, tell us a bit about yourself, where you're from and how you grew up and all that. A bit about your background. Okay. Um, <clears throat> my name is Theo Ngobeni. Um, I am born and bred in Pretoria. I grew up in a township west of Pretoria called Artridgeville. Mm. Um, yeah, man. Um, all my life I spent in Pretoria. Yeah, high school, primary, high school, went to the University of Pretoria. Yeah, I can relate. <laughs> we can all relate to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then from there, yeah, man, I moved to Joburg when I started working. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I've been in Joburg, I think, for the last since two thousand and eight. Okay, yeah, it's been a while. It's, it's been, been a while. while. It's been, been a while. while. Yeah. I love how he tells his story though, because you know he doesn't want to give a lot, uh, <laughs> just too much. He tells us he studied at the University of Pretoria. I hear you're Mr. Slimford for a reason. You've got a brand, Mr. Slimford. Yes, so yes. you're a fashion mogul. That's how I look at it. Like <laughs> one of the He's very Thank humble. You. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. One of the best dressed men I've ever seen, like in life. Like I look up to him. So thank you. Your sir. style of dress is on point. Thank but you, before sir. Mr. Slimford, let's hear yes. your story. What did you study at the University of Pretoria? Okay, so (laughs) that was a deep side. (laughs) That was a deep side, yeah. Because yo, my I don't even know where to begin. Okay, so I um, let's say I did my metric in two thousand and one, not giving away my age. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Sorry to interject. What high school? Ur school Pretoria Vess. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, so I'm a Vessi. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, and then from there, I think in 2002, you know, I I was one of those guys. I didn't know what to do. Mm. You know, after high school, I was like, so what do I study? Yeah. And then I started working in retail. I went to work at at Macro. I was doing a bit of yeah work there, and then I think for a good two years, and then from there, I was like, ah, you know what? There's got to be more to life. Mm. I need I need to find something. You know, I want more for myself. Yeah. And um, that's when uh, I, I went to the University of Pretoria. I think back, uh, I actually went to Vista University, the mm-hmm. Mamelodi campus. Yeah. Uh, that one that was when it was converted to the University of Pretoria. Okay. And then I did my bridging program there in 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 commerce. Yeah. Because my metric marks weren't that good. They. They weren't that good. <laughs> so I had to start with the bridging program. Okay. And then, uh, yeah, man, from there, I moved on to do BCom. Mm. BCom on choice because I still wasn't sure what to study. So I said, let me take on choice. You know, I'll see as I go. Yeah. And then I think around my second year, then I was comfortable as I, uh, with what I wanted to do. Then I, I, I did, I majored in finance and mm. investments. Yeah. And then, yeah, I did that until my honors. So I graduated in 2008. Yeah, that's when I completed my honors in This is in a very interesting journey. Like, <laughs> I, I just want to give context to people because you studied finance. Yes. And uh, you're a fashion mogul. Where's the sense? Like, <laughs> it doesn't seem to make sense, but we'll, we'll get there, yeah, right? We'll get there. We'll yeah. get there. Carry on, carry on. <laughs> and then in uh, 2009, I was lucky enough um, to, to get myself uh, into the grad, graduate program of Rand Merchant Bank, mm-hmm. one of the best investment banks in South Africa. Mm-hmm. I started working for Rand Merchant Bank uh, as a currency dealer. Yeah. So I only, it was difficult explaining to people what I do. You mm. know, coming from the township, guys would say, so what do you do? Like, where do you work? I work for Rand Merchant Bank. What's that? <laughs> and I'd have to explain, bro. Yeah. Like, I'd be like, you know, you know, FNB, right? And they say, yes. I'm like, it's like the investment brother of it. So what do you do there? Are you, are you like a bank teller? And it was difficult. So yeah. I, I got to a point where I was like, yeah, I'm a bank teller to people. <laughs> but the best way of explaining what I used to do is, I always say when you look at, when you watch movies like Wolf of Wall Street, yeah. you see those guys with like five screens with their phone on their hand shouting for prices. Yeah. That's what I used to do. Like a stockbroker. But I was a currency broker. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> it makes All sense right. to me now. Like, <laughs> yo, yes. So that's what I used to do. Yeah. So I worked for Rand Merchant Bank um, for a good four and a half years until July 2013. Yeah. 
when I left and I joined ArcelorMittal mm-hmm. as a currency dealer for the treasury that side. Yeah. So I had to move from Santin to the VAR. Yes. <laughs> that is so when a Weza, lifestyle change. Every time Weza tells a story about the VAR, yeah. I can relate. Because <laughs> <laughs> nothing happens there. <laughs> yeah. So I had to move from, from, from the big city, which is Santin, and I had to move to Funder Bell Park mm. to Weza's hometown. Funder Bell Park, yeah. Funder Bell Park. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah, man, I was at Asalumital for a year and a half up until last year, end of last year. Mm. And um, I think around August last year. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've always, I've always loved fashion, you know, mm. it's always been part of me, but, uh, August last year, I just got, I just got a, a vision, you know, I, yeah. I just got a vision. I don't know how to explain it better, but I just got a vision and, um, I realized that, you know, there has to be more in life and mm. there's something that I'm passionate about. Yeah. And I read something that, that really gave me like the green light. Yeah. It said to me, what would you do if you know, if you were not afraid? If money wasn't a prob wasn't an issue, what is the one thing that you'd be doing with your life? Yes. And my answer to that was simple. I didn't have to think about it a lot. Mm, yeah. My answer to it was very simple. I said, I love fashion. I love clothes. I love you know, I I, I some people call it an obsession, I call it a passion. Have you always loved fashion from like your younger days, like a a, guy, a boy and like all of that? Yeah. So like you know when when most <laughs> boys out there playing soccer or cricket and stuff yeah. like that, were you fascinated by fashion at that time? Not, not really entirely. Mm. I was, but not you know very passionate about it, following it and stuff. Yeah. So let me give you uh, another story. How <clears throat> my first time I came to Joburg. Yeah. I came to Joburg to buy clothes. <laughs> By myself. <laughs> <laughs> what? So a friend of mine told me that, uh, that there's this place in Johannesburg yeah. called Small Street. <laughs> right. Small Street. I've heard Small of that Street. place, yeah. yeah right. So I was, in, I, I was born and bred in Pretoria. I, I mean, I was born and bred in Pretoria. So I So I was like, okay, so there's this place called Small Street and there's this place called Carlton Center. And you went by yourself then? They had, they had, you know that that uh, Levi factory outlet, Big L. Yeah, yeah. It was when Levi was big in Pretoria. Yeah. And they, we didn't have a big L in Pretoria. Yeah. So this guy told me he came back with like five pairs, and I'm like, dude, I want them. He's like, go to this place called Small Street. You'll find. You'll them. find this place. Yeah. And then I, I was like, okay, so how do I get there? He's like, catch the the metro rail all the way to Park Station. Yeah. You get off, and then you just find your way to 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 Small Street. <laughs> yeah. I was like, cool. Now I got I got on a train from yeah. Pretoria. I think around 9 a.m. Mm. All the way to Jovic, I got the park station and I get off and I was like, okay, cool. So now what do I do? Where do I go? And then, and then I remember he said something. When you walk in Jovic, walk, walk like you know where you're going. Yeah. Don't act like you lost. Yeah. yeah. Because you know, there's stories that you hear about Jovic. Hey, mm. you know, there's crime, this, they'll pickpocket yeah. you and stuff like that. And I was like, okay, cool. I need to act like I'm in Pretoria. Mm. So I was walking around looking for this small street. I think, an hour later, eventually yeah, I found it. Sure. <laughs> eventually I found it. And then I, I started walking into the shops and, and then I went all the way down and then eventually I ended up at, at Carlton Center. Mm. And I went into Carlton Center. I, I saw Big L. It was like a dream, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, here is this mystery. <laughs> Finally I found it. I went into Big L. And I mean, I, I remember back in the day, I think the, the jeans were like 140 rand. What? <laughs> like, I think I bought like, cause I had, I had, I had like a thousand rand on me. Yeah. And, uh, cash, cash, bruh. In, in the CBD of Joe's. In the CBD of Joe's. And I had a backpack just so when I buy everything, I can put it in the backpack. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So people would just think I'm yeah. coming from school. You yeah. Know? So I had like a whole strategy about it. Yeah. So I went into Big L. I bought like my four jeans. I bought like t-shirts and, and then I came back. When I got home, I got off, I think, uh, the train around four. Mm. And then when I was walking down the street, so it's like uphill. And then where we used to sit by the corner. Yeah. It was like down at the bottom. So when I, when I was walking down, you know, down the hill, and guys were, were started seeing me coming down, it was like I was like a messiah. They're like, he's back. He's, he <laughs> conquered Jobek. <laughs> so when I came back, it was so exciting, you know. Yeah. And that was my first experience of of, of the excitement of, of fashion mm. and, you know, those type of How things. How old were you then? I just, I think, completed my metric. Mm. 2001 again Without away my age mm. Yeah <laughs> So I was still I was still fairly small I mean I think I was like 17, 18 by then Yeah, yeah. And then after that Another friend of mine said There's this place called Woodmeet Yeah There's a place where They, they sell diesel sneakers And I was like I gotta see this place How do I get there Yeah You catch a taxi to Alex 
when you're on the highway, just tell the driver you're going to Woodmead. They'll, they'll take uh, you there. He'll take you there. You get off by the bridge and then you just walk across. Yeah. I conquered that as well. Yes. So that's how it started as well. Mm. Mm. And I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll say, um, looking back, you know, when I was still in high school, yeah. um, when, fr- when we used to go to the library, most of my friends would go there and read like, you know, um, intellectual books and stuff mm. like that. But I was the odd one out. Yeah. I always used to go there to read magazines. And back then, there were no men's magazines mm. and things like that. My favorite magazines were True Love, Drum, and Bonner. Simply because of, you know, the, the, the fashion. There'll be fashion. There'll be, as much as it wasn't for guys and stuff. But when I used to, you know, page through those, 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 those magazines, I'd, I'd feel at home, you know. Mm. For me, it was like a, I'd get away. And for me, it was like, wow, this is interesting. Mm. I'd love to, to be able to, 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 to see more of these, you know. I yeah. didn't know that there were careers in fashion, you know, where you can do things like that. But yeah. for me, it was like something that I was interested in. Mm. And, you know, when I look back, funny enough is when I was going through the journey last year on August. Yeah. I, r- I also read another thing that says, if you want to find out what you're passionate about, what your purpose is in life, mostly it's things that you used to enjoy doing when you were a child. Mm. Mm-hmm. And that took me back to going to the library, paging through True Love, paging through Drum, paging through Bonner. And I said, it started back then, but I didn't know much about it. Mm. And so I think this fashion thing has always been in me. It's yes. just I didn't know better. So when was so you said last year was the defining point for yeah. you. So let's talk about this. So you basically five years in corporate, right? Yeah. It's about five yeah. years. How did you feel throughout that time? Like, I just want to understand. Like, how did you keep going? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Give some pure some motivation. <laughs> you mean the five years? Yeah, the five years of the corporate. Before we get to your defining moment. Okay. Yeah. Um, when, when I started working, mm. I, l- let me just say, I liked my job. Mm. I used to enjoy what I did. Okay. And I believe I was the best in what I did. Yeah. Because even when I resigned, they didn't want me to go. Yeah. They thought I wanted more money. Mm. But I said, no, it wasn't about that because I was good at what I was doing. So okay. I, I, I'm always, I always make sure that I'm, 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 I do my best in everything that I do. Okay, it was go. very interesting. I love numbers. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. You know, yeah. I love fashion as well, yeah. but I love numbers. Mm. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm quite intrigued by numbers and my job was one of those every day is different. Mm. So today won't be the same as yesterday. Yeah. Every day is different. And that's the one thing I liked about it. And when I started working, funny enough is I used to tell my friends that, I'm going to retire from the corporate world when I'm 30. Yeah. And guess what? Five days after I turned 30, I ended in my, re- my resignation. What? <laughs> that is heavy, right? You're so this power power of, there's, there's power in, yeah. in, 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 in the words that we speak. Mm. You know, it's, it's, uh, I believe in that so much. Mm. So in that, in that term, when I started working for the five years, I knew somehow that some, some point I'm going to have to resign from the corporate world and do my own thing. And yeah. So um, I've always had plans. Mm. When I started working, I, I made sure that, you know, my expenditures were not bigger than my, income. my income. Yeah. And numbers. I, and I have surplus. Numbers. Numbers. <laughs> you know? I see you. I so, see you. So I, I always see, I always say I'm, I'm very different from, you know, the typical young black man. Mm. You know, when I started working, I bought myself my VW car yeah. that I, I've been driving for the past seven years. What? You know? <laughs> that's proper. And, and, um, you're not, you're not flashy. That's very interesting. Cause you're not, I'm not, I'm yeah. not. And people think because, you know, because of the way I dress and everything mm. that I'm flashy. And, but people who know me, who really know me, mm. they'll tell you that I'm not flashy. Mm. I'm, I'm just, I, I just believe in, in, in saving and I believe in financial, in the, uh, financial freedom. Mm. And that's what I want to achieve. You know, yeah. I, what, that's what I want to do. I always say that's, I want to leave a legacy. For my kids yeah. and for, for, for their kids. And that's, that's what I'm building. Yeah. There's a, there's a interesting clip that I like of, uh, where one guy says, a true gentleman does not hustle for his first name. He hustles for his last name. Mm. And that's what I do. So I, I'm not doing this for Theo. Mm. I'm doing this for the Ngoveni family, for the yes. legacy. You know, so because I've, I've gotten to a point where <clears throat> I said to myself, I want to build a style empire. Mm. I'm on the process of building a style empire. Yeah. But that dream, I might not see it in my lifetime. Yeah. But if my kids can come over and take over it and their kids' kids, you know, maybe in in the next three generations, it'll be where I want it to be. Mm. But I might not be around to see it. And I'm happy with it. Yes. Okay, before we we get into the (laughs) the empire and the legacy and what you want to build, I think we need to just take a break. Allow everybody to get composed. I see Lele's like awestruck and everything. <laughs> then after the break, 
We'll be back to talk about the the legacy, going after your dreams, and especially that defining moment. Okay, cool. Can you put a price on your future income? And how much will it cost you to look after your family for as long as is needed? It seems the new road accident benefit scheme has an answer. 44,000 Rand, to be exact. That's the maximum amount you'll ever receive if you're involved in a road accident. Surely, our futures are worth more than that. This message was brought to you by the Law Society of the Northern Provinces. Go to truthaboutrabs.org and add your voice. Gentlemen by Choice on cliffcentral.com So you're listening to Gentlemen by Choice and uh, to get, today I'm together with uh, Lele and uh, Mr. Slumford, Theo Ngobeni. And before the break, we spoke about um, his journey, his story and how everything went through, what the, what the process he went through actually. And I mean, in, in the process that you've gone through, I think I've gotten to realize that you've been working hard throughout. Yeah. You've given your all in everything that you do. And there's always intention behind it, right? Yes. That's, yes. that's, that's, that's something that's, that's extremely powerful. I mean, during the break, what were you guys talking about? About staying, working hard and staying <laughs> humble? Yeah. It's a, it's a quote that I saw, um, on his profile where yeah. he says, um, work hard, dress well stay and humble. stay humble. So you can, you, you definitely can see, you know, the humbleness in him with, with, um, which he says that people think that he's a flashy person, mm. but he actually is a very humble person. But what fascinates me is that he's been working, right, in yeah. corporate for five for five years. Yeah, was, oh, and yeah. the chat that we had with him just before, he, you know, he got carried away. And I was like, no, no, wait, 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 wait. I don't want to hear it now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That uh, his defining moment came uh, last year. August, yeah. August. And uh, literally. Wait, it's December. A year later. So August 2014 to December 2015. 15. He All has of it become is Mr. Slim Fit. <laughs> yeah, his brand is, you know, I mean, I, I don't, I, I don't think it's where you wanted to, to be exactly, Not at but all. in twelve months, mm. I'm shocked. Okay. Like I'm really. Yeah. No, I think it's time to hear this defining moment. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. So you, you're in work now. Yeah. You're at Asilo Metal in uh, Val, in the Bill Park, where nothing happens. Where's the contestant <laughs> to this? We understand, <laughs> but now you're at your defining moment, and you have a choice to make. Yeah. And you said you read you read a, a quote. What was the quote again? Sorry. Um, it said, uh, what would you do if you were not afraid? Mm. You know, if money wasn't an issue, what mm. is the one thing that you'd be doing with your life? Okay. And for me, the answer was straightforward. I, I love I love fashion. Yeah. I love looking good. And I love making other people, especially men, look good. Mm. You know. Um, and, and for me, that was it. I said, you know what? I, this, is, this is what I love. This has always been my dream. Let me, let me pursue it. And like we're saying before this, like <clears throat> I want to say to people that I didn't, I didn't just wake up and get to the office and tell my boss to, you know, <laughs> to jump off, to jump <laughs> off and, and 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 leave 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 work then, because yeah. like I said, defining moment was in August. Yeah, in August I sat and I said, okay, cool, I know what I want to do. Mm. So what's the plan? And I said, cool, uh, we have about four months until December. Mm. So what I can do is I can work. Until the end of December, mm-hmm. save up some money. So I had to 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 make contingency plans. Yeah, and uh, the biggest thing with me is uh, I'm I'm afraid of debt. Mm. <laughs> no, you're a numbers man. So I'm I a can, numbers man, so I can understand that. I'm yeah. a numbers man. I'm afraid of debt, and uh, I've always lived within my means, mm. and I've always made sure that I have as minimum debt as possible mm. because I didn't want anything that will hold me back. That's and very. I've int- made I've made sure that I have investments, like long term investments. Yeah. I'm Long term, I'm sorted. Yeah. So that's why I'm not scared, you know, short term to, to be able to take risks. That's, that's very powerful because there's a lot of people out there. I'm sure I was one of them as well that are very scared to start and pursue their dreams simply because they worry that they might not make it yes. or that the risk of going broke is something yes. very real. Yes. So is that the type of advice you'd give somebody to, to invest or how, how would you go about it? Let's say today I decide I want to go after my dream. I know I can't go after yeah. it now because I don't necessarily have the money, right? <laughs> yeah. But what do we, what can I do to actively pursue it? You need to have a plan. Mm. You need to have a plan because, I mean, failure to plan is planning to fail. Yeah. Mm. You need to have a, a plan of action to say, okay, this is what I want to do. Like I said, I sat in August and I said, cool, what are we doing? And I said, cool, I'm going to work until end of December. Mm. That will help me up to, 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 to tie up loose ends, to be mm. able to save up some money and, yeah. you know, do th- th- those type of things. And uh, from there, I said for the next four months also I'm going to research on the industry mm. a lot 
you know, I've, I had done research before, but I was like, I'm going to research a lot. You're going to intentionally research. I'm going to intentionally research yeah. and I'm going to intentionally start making contacts mm. while I'm still working. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And, 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 uh, I went to my family, I think around, um, September mm-hmm. and I told them my decision. Um, and you know, I had a whole slideshow presentation. <laughs> For them, how you're to do pros it. and cons. You know, you know, with black family, yeah. you back, have to though because like, yeah. you're crazy. Yeah. You, you are bewitched. But yeah. Yeah. You, know, yeah. you want to leave a job, and to my disappointment, they they just gave me their blessing. Mm. What? And I was like my slideshow presentation. <laughs> you know, what <laughs> I, wait, let me finish my let speech. Finish. <laughs> and they 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 were like, okay, because I think they've they've seen that it's something that I, 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 live, I like and I'm passionate about. And also is I haven't given my parents any reason to doubt me yeah. because everything that I've done, I've done it to my best ability. Mm. I mean, when I, when I started varsity, I, I was an average student. Mm. I went from an average student and I graduated cum laude. Shucks, that's proper, yeah. When I started working, I, 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 I made sure I took care of my family as well. I went back home. I took care of my family. Mm. I made sure that they were, they were sorted yeah. proper. You know, everything that I've done, I've done properly. So mm. I, I've never given them any reason to doubt. And when I told them that this is what I want to do, they gave me a blessing because they know I'm responsible and they know that I wouldn't do something impulsive. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And after they gave me their blessing, you know, nothing else mattered. Nothing else mattered. And I mean, I got, I got my, pre- my parents' blessing and mm. my, my now wife, then girlfriend. Yeah. I spoke to her because she was part of my future. Mm. And I said to her, listen, this is what I want to do, you know. Um, what do you think? And she, she gave me 100% support and she said, I'm behind you 100%, you know, yes. because she's somebody who's very important for my future. Mm. Yeah. And after that, when, 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 when she and my family gave me their blessing, nothing else mattered. Mm. And I'm telling you, the week after, I went and I sat with my boss and I said, I've made a decision. This yes. is what I want to do. But before we carry on, sorry for interrupting. So you've got your blessing from your future wife. You've got your blessing from your parents, your family and everybody. But how does that make you feel? Tell us how that made you feel because there's some, there's a lesson to learn from yeah. that. There's a lot of people out there trying to get um, blessings or uh, looking forward to the opinions of other people. But the blessing of the people yeah. closest yeah. to you mobilized yeah. you. How did that make you feel? That is very important. You know, I, I don't want to lie to you how important that is. Mm. Because at that moment, when I got those two blessings, yeah. for me, nothing else mattered. Mm. It, it just lifted like this weight that, that was on top of me. And it said to me, this is the go ahead that I needed. Mm. And it was just a defining moment for me. Yeah. And I couldn't look back after that. And that's why I had so much courage to walk into my boss's office and say, listen, this is what I've decided to do. Yeah. You know, it's not about you guys. It's about me and what I want to do. Yeah. It's nothing personal. It's nothing personal. Yeah. But funny enough is it took them a month to accept my resignation letter. <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> you but, were that good. Yeah. But I said to them, I said to them, it was the first week of October. Mm. And I said, cool, I'm, I'm, I'm resigning and this is what I want to pursue, but I'm going to work until end of December. So I'm giving you guys a good three months to be able to find somebody. Yeah. You know, so I gave them even enough time and you I said, fair, I'll yeah. work, I'll work until mm. end of December. Mm. And it took them a month trying to convince me otherwise, but eventually they saw that I, this is something I want to do. And, uh, w- within that time, I got to do a, a link on, um, a fashion, a fashion feature on the link yeah. where I was talking about man fashion and the current trends. So it was beginning. The journey it was, was beginning. beginning. Yeah. The journey was beginning. That was in, um, October. Mm. And then I also got to do the, one of the, yeah, the biggest ads that I've ever done yeah. uh, for C squared. Really? So the summer DEPA campaign of yeah. 2014. So that was great. I mean, C squared came to me and they said, listen, we see you're a blogger and this is what you do. We want to do a, a summer campaign with, mm. with our new range that's coming out. So I had to style, model, like produce yeah. the whole thing, yes. you know, get the photographer and everything. And I think we pulled out like a, a, a superb job. Mm. And, um, that was the beginning. I mean, that was in November last year. Mm. And I think that really opened a lot of doors for me as well. Mm. And, um, December came, my last day came, you know, actually my last day was, uh, funny enough, the 2nd of January this year. Yeah. Because, most of my colleagues were still on leave and yeah. I said, it's fine. I'll come in. I'll work. You know, mm. you guys enjoy yourself because I knew, I mean, after he has freedom, mm. I'm <laughs> out. Yeah. I'm out. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, second, second of, uh, January this year was my last day. Mm-hmm. Literally when I g- got home, I think I knocked off at five on that day. <laughs> you remember <laughs> very well. <laughs> I drove from Val to Joburg. When I got home, uh, it was around six. Mm. I got a call from my first client. He said, listen, guy, I, 
I got your number from somebody. What? I'm getting married in February. I I need a stylist. And this is from like an hour <laughs> after you you left your one yes. season yes. and you're in your new season yes. now. Yeah. Literally an hour. When what? I got home, I got a call. This guy said, "This is I'm getting married in February. I need I need I need you to put something together for me." And I said, "Cool." That was on a Friday. On Sunday, I got another call. Another guy getting married in February. What? And that's when it's it it was like, if something is for you, it's for you, mm. and that's yes. it. That that's like divine intervention, yeah. bro. God has had your back. Yeah, yeah? It, he has, bro. He yeah. has. And I, I'm a I'm a strong believer in God. And mm. and you know everything that I do, I I always invite Him. Mm. I always say when I pray that um, I I I would like Him to align. Mm. My plans with his will, mm. yeah. Because we we have plans, but they might not be yeah. what he, he he wills for us. You yeah. Know? And life happens. Right? Life you're happens. Like, <laughs> and you're like, what the hell is happening to yeah. life? Like, why aren't things working yeah, my way? Yeah. yeah. Because because what you're planning is not in line with what God wants for you. Mm. So my my biggest prayer when I pray is that He gives me the wisdom to be able to align my plans with His will. Mm. You know. And I feel like what I'm doing now it's it's my calling. Mm. You know. Um. Since I started this year, um. Yeah, talk about the company. So my my plan for this year was just to learn as much as I can about the industry. Yeah. My plan for this year was not to make money. Mm. Was just to learn yeah. and to build my brand. Mm. So I started in February um and I went to to Destiny, Destiny mm. Man. Yeah. And I said to them, "Listen, <clears throat> I need to learn I want to become a fashion stylist. Yeah. I want, I need to learn." And um they said, "Listen, we don't have any internships or positions mm. and stuff and whatnot." I was like, "I don't need a position." I'm willing to do this for free. Yeah. I want to learn. And they said, cool. They took me on. What? I started on the 2nd of February. Yeah. I started as a, you know, as an assistant, but purely voluntary. Yeah. And I, we did that. And I think within a week or two, they, they saw my potential and what I could do, you know. And, um, the, 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 the fashion editor said to me, listen, we, we, we have a, an internship. That's opening up, yeah. And uh, if you're interested, you know we we can make it happen. Mm. And I was like, so yeah, after cool. volunteering, now they've got an internship. Nyana. Within two weeks, yeah, things are working out. Yeah. yeah, and I was like, it's cool. But when I left my my job, I said I made a promise to myself that I never work for anybody, yeah, ever again. Mm. Mm. And mm. Uh, unfortunately, I had to 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 not take the internship, yeah, uh, because it would have been for about six months or so. But for me, my plan was just to learn. Yeah, you know, I learned as much as I could. You know, I I call Destiny Man my university. Mm. I'm where I am today in terms of styling because of what I've learned there. Mm. How and long did you spend at Destiny for? Um, from a uh, from uh, February, March, April, two months. Okay, two months. Okay, and then within that time, I got to do. I got an um a call. To style the South African royalty Sophie Awards in Durban, and <laughs> you know things were just starting to happen, sure. yeah. and I was like, "Wow!" You know, uh, that was in March, mm. and I went there. Um, it was the, the MCs were Goliath and Goliath, Jason and yeah. Durban. Yeah. I got to work with those guys, cool guys, cool cool guys. Yeah, and uh, I styled them for 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 their for the wardrobe for the whole awards. We did four looks for each of, each of, each yeah. one of them, and. Uh, Thanks to my good relationship with C Squared, mm-hmm. I was able to work up some a deal where we, we can use C Squared. Yeah. So your relationships as well are important. Mm. You know, you always keep good relationships. And when I was funny enough is when I was there, um, doing that styling. Yeah. I got a message from the editor of Bona Magazine. Yeah. To say, listen, I've seen your work. Mm. Um, come through my office. Let's chat. Yeah. And I was like, okay, cool. I'm back next week, and. Um, Next week I went to the office. Um, so so she said to me, "Please send me your portfolio," and I was like, portfolio. "What is that? <laughs> <laughs> portfolio? Portfolio? What is that? Yeah. A portfolio? I I remember it from matric, you know, yeah, was, <laughs> having stuff that you paid yeah, to put you together. Know, what, what is that? And then I I asked somebody, and they said it's actually a, uh, uh, your work that you've done. Mm. Yeah. I was like, but I don't have that, and I think that made me. Um, realize that you need references, mm. and I think another thing that made me want to uh, just to go back in February, I met I met one of um, one of the big guys. You know, he's yeah. I can't mention his name, and I and I approached him and I said, "Listen, <clears throat> mm. I I'm a fashion stylist and I like to style you." He said, "Okay, that's good. Let me see your work." And Yo. I, I, I had nothing. Yo. <laughs> I had nothing, and that crushed me. Yeah. That really crushed me. But it 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 also gave me. Um, 
another another interesting point that you need to be able to have reference. Mm. You know, people people don't buy into like products or they buy into into um your references, like work yeah. that you've what done. They want to see your pro yeah. your progress. They like they want to see. They want to see your reputation. Your like, reputation. Yeah. And and then I was like, okay, I think I need because most of the people I'm not are not on social media mm. because my target markets. When I started my brand, I said my target markets. This is who I wanted to be. Mm. You know, LSM probably seven and higher. Yeah. When I started my brand, and I said I want to be uh, a stylist for for the rich who mm. don't have time to go shop. That's what I want to do. Yeah. And I realized that those guys are not on social media. They don't have time for social media. And every time I meet with one of them, they want a business card or a website. Yeah. And I said I need business cards. I need a website. Yeah. I developed a website. I I found a guy who helped me do the domain and register everything. And after that, he gave me a password and he said, cool, this is, you know, figure it out. And I was like, okay. So I had to sit down now, figure out how to do this website. And now today, mrslimfit.com, everything you see there is done by me. So you designed the whole layout. I designed the whole layout. I put everything, every content that you see there, I manage everything. It looks good. I manage everything on that page. What? Because I had to sit down and learn. And that's how it, it it happens with business. You mm. know, I always say to people now, I'm I'm the I'm the I'm the owner, I'm the creative director, I'm the advertising guy, I'm the marketing guy, yeah. I'm the one who answers calls, I'm the one who does orders, I'm the PA. I do everything mm. within the company. Yeah. But that's helping me to learn about my business. Yeah. So that when I hire people, I'll be able to say, This is how you do it. Yeah. You know, I'll be able to know better. And uh yeah, man, through through everything that I've done, I've done the Namibia Music Awards. Yeah. I was invited by a good friend of mine, uh, Mr. Lou, the vintage guru from Namibia. Yes. He invited me, said, Mr. Slimfed, come through to Namibia. You know, let's, let's, let's style the, the Namibians and, and show them how it's done. What? You know, I went there. That was the best experience. For, I think best, one of the biggest highlights of, of this year. Mm. Because the, another thing I liked about while I was in Namibia, the humbleness that they have. Yeah. You know, the, you know, when we're there, when we're styling them, every time we changed outfits, mm. every time the, the guys went on stage, they would say, big shout out to Lou and Mr. Slimfit. They didn't sure. have to. Every time they went back on stage, they say, you guys, you guys, you guys. What? And when I came back, I think I was bigger in Namibia than I am in South Africa. <laughs> yeah. You know, and that was one of the highlights that, that uh, of my year, mm. you know, and through that as well. It was uh, so the first half of the year I concentrated more on the fashion styling. Yeah. So I you went through the process. That's I went what, through the process. I think that's yeah. what I'm really getting to understand that you, and you wanted to learn yes. and you learned I a learned. lot. Yeah, the styling I really learned. Yeah. I got to a point now I'm very comfortable. Mm. I'm um I can do it with my eyes closed. Mm. And uh, now I've got um I've got an assistant that yeah. I've hired. You know, it's a guy who who came to me and said, "Listen, I'd love to be a stylist and I'd like to learn from you and mm. stuff." And um, I've brought him in. I'm teaching him to, how to do the styling and stuff because yeah. I want him to take over the styling side of the business, yeah. you know, so that I can f- focus on the other side. Yeah. So the other side of the business that we recently launched as well in uh, September is the tailoring. Oh, okay. So we make tailored suits now. Yes. So, so there's levels and levels. Hey. <laughs> levels Just, and levels. Yeah. No, you, <laughs> you keep know? on building. That's so important. now we make tailored suits. So everything is made to measure. Mm. Um, so... I sit down with my client. So I help you to, to be able to design your own suit. Mm. So from the lapel, the way you want it. Yeah. And if you don't know what the lapel is, I teach you what a lapel is, you know. So you, how many, so there's a form of consumer education yes, as well. Yes, yes. I always say I don't, I don't sell products. Mm. I sell an experience. That's mm. everything. I teach, I teach my clients. So mm. for me, it's a relationship. Yeah. Mm. So everybody's selling products. Mm. I sell an experience yeah. and I, I educate my clients mm. because that's how you build brand loyalty. Yeah. And that's the most important thing that's in the, the, in the business thing, yeah. you're in. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I get to, to, to teach a client that if you, if you, this size, these are the things that will fit you better. Mm. If you this size, this, these are the f- things that will fit you better. And I think my experience as a stylist really helped me yeah. to be able to say, okay, now I, I know what works and what doesn't. Yeah. So now when I, when I launch my brand, I'm able to advise my client. If a client comes to me and say, I want this. And I say to them, why do you want it? Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, I want to look good. I want to be part of the clique. I want to, I want thousand likes on Facebook type of thing. I'm like, no, but this is not going to look good for you. If I can recommend something, one, two, three, let's do one, two, three. Mm. And if, if they're not comfortable, what we also do is I can say to them, bring me an old suit that you have. Yeah. Let me revamp it. So you'll bring me an old suit that you have. Some raggedy, some raggedy thing. Yeah. I'm going to tailor it. We're going to tear it apart. Yes. Make sure that it fits you perfectly. Mm. Change the buttons, change the way it looks, 
when it's done, it's like taking a car to 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 like pink my right. Yeah, I was thinking pink my That's what we do. That's yeah. what we do. You know, because yeah. I remember when I when I checked you out. Sorry to interrupt. Uh, on on Facebook, but yeah. this is like early in the year, if not you know December. So the early I days. I saw yeah, I saw my cousin was like, you need to check this guy out, and <laughs> you, I was literally you know just checking everything that you do, and I would see that he took like a blazer, just yeah. a normal blazer that you say you got from Markham's. Yes, and he would. Transformer. And I'm like, what? Yeah. And at, at that time, I thought you actually designed, but I, I would just see suits yes, that you yes, revamped yes. completely. Yeah. I think a lot of people used to think that I used to design when I, even when I'm still in corporate, mm. you know, but it was a process. And mm. for me, is I, I, I wasn't in a rush. And you were showcasing, you know, the, I think that's the one thing I love about social media. You get, you got to showcase your passion yes. before it even started, yes. really. Yes. Because it had already started even before you didn't. You, it, you thought it started. Yes. Like you've been on this journey. And I always say to people that social media is very powerful. Yeah. And be careful how you use it because yeah. it can be both positive or negative. Yeah. And for me, most of the time, I use social media to showcase my work. Mm. And most of people know, like a lot of people know Mr. Slimfit. They don't yeah. know Theo. Yeah. And that's what I put out there. Yeah. I put my work, the work that I do and everything. And you're intentional about that because I it's am. different lives. And yes. that's the most po- important thing because you can't share every part of <laughs> you, you with everybody. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Yeah. And um, after, after the, the, so let me just explain now in, in, in summary yeah. what we do with my company. So my company is called Mr. Slimfit. So the one side, the one arm of the business we do um, styling, yeah. fashion styling for, for media. So mm. it's magazines, TV and stuff. Okay. The other side of the business, we do it's personal styling. Mm. So I have very high end clients. Yeah. The guys that that don't have time to shop. Mm. So at the moment, I have about four high end CEOs. Okay. Because when I started my brand, I said I wanted to become the brand of choice for young CEOs. Yeah. And a year down the road, I have about four CEOs. As, as my clients. And this is the beginning, right? This is the beginning. Yeah, yeah. So these guys, I, I shop for them. Mm. I dress them. So anytime this guy's like, if he has an event, he phones me. He says, listen, I'm going to a wedding. Mm. And I said, I, I just say to him, give me theme, give me time. And I ask him a couple of questions. Mm. Once he gives me that, I know how to dress him up. Okay. And I know him because we, we get to spend time together. Okay. I got to go to their houses, be able to meet their family and be able to see his lifestyle. The type of person, the type of person he is, mm-hmm. what colors he likes and those type of things. And now I'm able to, to dress this guy. Yeah. So every time he says to me, listen, I have an event to go to. I know what to get for him. But how do you approach these people? How do you get hold of these people? Like that's how I understand because <laughs> you just started. That's what we need it's, to. I think being at the right place at the right time as mm-hmm. well. I'm, I'm, I'm very outspoken. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I think being in corporate really helped me because okay. I was client facing when yeah. I was, when I was at R and B. Yeah. So I used to go, I used to go and see CEOs of big corporates. Yeah. And be able to sell to them these things and be able to tell them you need this and this and this and this. Yeah. So that helped me gain the confidence that I have now okay. to be able to approach. Because the one thing I've learned is that as much as uh, he's a CEO of his company yeah. and he's running this multi-million rent company. He's still a person. He's still a person. Yeah. And he knows nothing about style. Yeah. That's my field. Mm. So when we speak there, there's there's that thing. I, I let him know. Yeah. This, this is my field. Yeah. Your business, no, that, that's your baby. Yeah. But here, when we talk about respect style, me also. respect me as yeah, well. You know, yeah. we, we, we develop that respect and yeah. that's the one thing I like about them. And, and, and you develop that relationship and word of mouth. Trust mm. me. Once I'm obsessed with, with quality, mm. I'm obsessed with quality. People who know me, they'll know that I'm obsessed with quality yeah. and, and everything that has to go out that has Mr. Slimfit on it. You can be sure that it's proper quality. Yeah. It's been checked and checked and checked. Yes. Because with, 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 with everything that I do, as much as we launch it whenever, like now on Monday, yeah. I'm launching Mr. Slimfit Box. Yes. So the Mr. Slimfit Box, just to talk about it That's a bit. That's a nice Christmas present. <laughs> it's a nice Christmas present yeah. for, for every guy. Yeah. So for ladies who have headaches, not knowing what to get that special man in their <laughs> yeah. lives, this is a perfect gift. Yeah. So in the box, um, it's, I call it, I call it um, a starter kit. Mm. So inside a box, you'll find a tie, mm. a tie pin. Mm. A pocket square, a sock, and a lapel flower. So that is like. Has anybody ever heard of a tie? A tie pin. Like, (laughs) do you understand? Like a tie pin. Even the way you pack it. I saw it at at, at a shop when I was like, wow, my my younger cousin would love this. So that's, that that for me is something that's never been done in South Africa. You know, because because I realized like a lot of men have difficulty shopping. Yeah. Mm. They don't know how to mix and match. Mm. So what I'm doing is I'm simplifying that. So every man has a navy suit. 
Yeah. There's a package that goes with a navy suit. Yeah. So, and that package don't necessarily just go with a navy suit. It can be a beige suit. It can be a black suit. It goes with a lot it, of things. It goes yeah. with a lot of things. So this box simplifies everything. Accessorizing. Mm. That's so proper. we're launching this on Monday. Uh, and they're going to be available for order at mrslimfit.com. So mm. you just send us an email, orders at mrslimfit. Or just go to the other website. It has everything, all the information that you need, you know, mm. to be able to order this. Yeah. What I want to ask you now is, um, what's the way forward though? Like, I, I see you started, it's a year and everything. What's the way forward? Because we're running out of time and okay. the, the show's about to end, the shortest hour in the week. Yeah. So we've seen Mr. Slimfit for the past year yeah. and the next year. Let's just talk about the next year. I know you've got big dreams. Just a snippet. Yeah, yeah you're you going to leave a legacy <laughs> and everything. Yeah. It's a young snippet of where you're going in the future. Sure. Next year, eh? Um, next, I, I think this year was more about learning. Mm. So next year, it's it's all about, you know, uh, making sure that the brand is out there. Yeah. Getting the brand out there. Making sure that it's everybody knows about the brand. And just growing growing the brand mm. that's that's my my focus for next year and developing new things you know because th- there's so much to do in men's way yeah there's so much that 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 you know a lot of men need and this i've realized that guys they're not don't have time to do a lot of things yeah but it's true. and my plan is uh, we sell convenience as well mm. you know we we th- that's what we do you know, we want to make it easier for, for, for guys to look good. Mm. We want to make it easier for, for guys to be able to, to, to do what, what they're good at. Mm. So my thing is, I always say, Slim, Mr. Slimfit, people ask me, okay, so how did it come about? Mm. And going forward as well, yeah. it's all about, I always say, God is an architect. Yeah. He made us in his image. Yeah. And he made everybody beautiful. Yeah. But because of how people view themselves, they, they they step away from seeing themselves how God sees them. Mm. So what we do with Mr. Slimfit yeah. is that we slim the gap between how you see yourself mm. and how God views you mm. so that you can fit in the image that he's mm. created you in. So and that's where Mr. Slimfit comes in. The power behind that, bruh, you're dressing men to really exude and yeah. showcase their true potential and yes. who they are. Yes. And yeah, man, Theo, I'd love to say thank you for meeting our needers, guys. <laughs> yeah. Because we all know this is a tough situation. Ma- matching things and making sure we look all kinds of good yeah. is yeah. something very critical. Yeah. So from my side, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much. I just wanted to, you know, you reminded me when you said uh, just after you had resigned immediately, you know, an hour later, yeah. you get a call. Uh the speed of obedience You moved at the speed of obedience You know And it reminded me of Cliff Central as well Before yeah. I started here um, I, I was You know at Tux There's like this uh, Hawkers You oh, know yeah, They're yeah. all There's like a big hoo-ha about <laughs> yeah. them And I was a hawker th- th- This year And it was in my heart that I, I need to resign, but I, I was resisting. And the moment I walked, I, w- I went to, to, to tax raise and I told them that, listen, I've decided, I've been thinking about it. Just after that, the following day, I get a, you know, these guys <laughs> confirm and they're like, yeah, no, well, we think that you would make, um, you know, yeah. uh, you can be our, our, our content producer. And ever since then, my life has changed completely. But you know why that is? It's because when you were still a hacker, your hand was closed. Hey. Hmm. And then now you open your hand to receive, to receive. <laughs> and that's what people need to understand. Sometimes you need to let go of what's good mm. to receive what's great. Mm. Yeah. And uh, I have no more words. It's been sure. a session. Thank you so much for joining us for Thank Gentlemen you. by Choice. We will definitely be back next week for yet again another session. This is Cliff Central.